Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Episode number 31, Automating Customer Service. This is our fourth in our automation series. Today's podcast, you're going to learn how to use a help desk, how to use live chat and voicemail on your website. We're going to talk about polls and surveys and forms to get more info to customize your offerings. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to today's podcast, number 31. This is exciting because we are now over the hump of 30. Um, Number four in our series, today we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff and it's going to be pretty action-packed. We've got a whole range of other things we want to share with you today. Of course, we being myself and Heather Porter. Hey, Heather. Hey, Andrew. Hello, everybody. Yes, Andrew and I kind of feel like we found a groove at Podcast 30 and onwards. You know, we're doing these weekly, as you may have noticed. We release these sort of every Friday or Thursday, depending on where you are in the world. And we have a few other exciting things that we're going to start to implement and use in our upcoming shows we're going to talk to you about today as well. So we've been getting great feedback from you guys, by the way, and we really appreciate it because it's helping us give you more of what you want. Hey, you know, um, just as you said that, we we've, this is number 30, and it's not the 30th week that we've been podcasting, because admittedly, at the start, we were a bit, we were a bit um, non-regular, we could say. <laughs> you know, we'd do a podcast every yeah. week or a couple of weeks or whatever it was. But since we've been um, regular, since we've been doing it on a regular time and, and date, we've just seen uh, things like our ratings go up, our show notes being downloaded more. We've seen a lot more interaction with people from our podcast. And it's been a pretty valuable lesson about consistency. And, you know, we mm. talk about all this stuff we're talking about, getting on your Facebook, doing your posting, you know, doing actions on your website, your online marketing. It boils down to consistency. And this has just sort of been a proven fact for us that we're, that we're finding out that, um, being consistent is definitely working for us, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And I think, you know, so many people say, oh, do I need to like write something on, you know, every single day online? And I guess really the answer is not necessarily, but as long as what you choose is what you continue to do. Because um, then people build that trust and relationship with you. It's just like you guys are sitting here listening to us right now. Most of you are probably going, oh, yeah, you know, I do. I listen to you once a week and it's pretty cool. And you expect that we're going to have another one coming up next week. So it is. Stick with whatever you guys choose in your business to post and do it consistently. Yeah. So today's um, all about automating your customer service. Customer service obviously is one of the biggest factors of your business. And uh, we've got a couple of cool tools to share with you today and some things we that you do. can take away. We, but we be- do. But before uh, that... <laughs> ah, yes, you guys may have noticed. We do this little thing now that we... Uh, it's a what did you learn session where Andrew and I get to check in with each other in front of all of you publicly and say, hey, Andrew, what did you learn last week? Do you know, <laughs> do you know, my week has been busy learning a whole bunch of stuff. In fact, I think I've learned a shed full of stuff this week. And uh, it's just been... Um, I think it's like that every week, but just looking back on it now, a couple of the big things that I've learned this week is all about, um, I've 
dive back into podcasting statistics and podcasting SEO, um, not just on uh, iTunes, but on some some of the other sites that we have. We have our podcast, in case you don't know, on Stitcher and SoundCloud and um, Podcast Alley and a couple of others as well. And I've just been looking at how to, you know, get our podcast out there more in front of people and always learning some lessons. You know, we you, you think that you've learned as much as you can in a subject, but when you go back and revisit it, you know, you find out more and more and more. So we are looking at all of our our podcasts and our past podcasts and just how we've structured those as far as writing the blog post or the, the actual show notes goes, how we, uh, how we're, what we're calling our podcast and that sort of stuff. So keep your eye on what happens with our podcast and check out the ratings. Uh, hopefully if I'm learning all the stuff correctly, <laughs> it okay. will start, uh, it will start uh, climbing the rankings, which is only a good thing for us. So that's what I've been learning this week is getting my head buried in um, iTunes SEO. Cool. Exciting. It is. Among, I'm among, excited. Amongst other things. Yes, that's what I've been doing. Yay. Exciting for us anyway. So what have you been doing? What's going on with you? What's uh, what's filling your head this week? <laughs> I love this because I think you know. Um, now, what's it's it's been an interesting actual month or at least a couple of weeks in the fact that we're growing right now as a business, which is exciting, but with any growing pains, you kind of have issues with staff and systems and you have to revisit where you're going as a business. Um, and I know those of you listening that are business owners are going to totally relate with what I'm about to say. <laughs> so basically, we've had some staffing issues and we've had to let go of some of our staff. And we're now in that um, phase of getting new staff on board. And what I love about this is that as much as it is hard, we have systems in place to handle it because we've talked to you guys in lots of past episodes, including the, the one just before this one, about Basecamp. Basecamp is a tool, project management tool, time management tool. So all of our projects are in there. And what I'm able to do right now is actually remove people that are not doing their jobs properly out of that entire system and then add somebody else to take over the project. And because we've documented everything so well, it's very easy to do a handover. So I guess the biggest thing I've learned again is how incredibly happy I am that we have spent the extra time developing systems in our business to allow for moments like this of growth and change to, you know, not be so crazy. Hey, let me ask you a question about that. How, um, and this is, this is for, you know, for me as well as the listeners, but how painful was it to actually spend that extra time doing that, creating that system sort of stuff in the first place? You know, it is and it isn't. I think the way I started looking at it was it just gives you clarity. You know, you're actually looking at are you treating your customer the best way you can? Are you actually giving them questionnaires and finding out information from them to really make them feel supported? Because you don't actually think like that until you have to think of the systems that you put in place from your end mm. um, and then tying it together. So is your team supported? Is your customer supported? Um, so was it painful? Yeah, a little bit. But at the same time, it's actually helped you and I develop the products that we offer as well. Yeah. Because we, we've gotten clarity on what the client wants more of and less of as well. Yeah, you know, I think... Um it, it becomes less painful when we actually start using the systems like now, you know, yeah. we're creating the system thinking, oh God, no, they're not going to leave. No one's going to leave us. Yeah. Everything, everything's going to be sweet. What are we wasting our time with this system for? But when the time comes and they do leave for whatever reason, then the system swings into places like, oh, thank God we got that system in place. That is so easy. And all of a sudden that's that pain that we went through a long time ago is now 
uh, a distant memory. So and, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it, yeah. Exactly. But I, think, I think a lot of people go through that initial pain and say, oh, it's too painful, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But but knowing that it's going to be a lot, like we would be in so much more pain right now if we hadn't have done it. Um, if we avoided the pain way back and said, let's not do this system, and then now we have to go back and reinvent the wheel, that would be painful for us right now. Exactly. And I guess just one point to close on on that. This is how easy it is, guys, that are listening. I mean, we, we have um, some contractors we've worked with before on certain projects. And I've literally just Skyped them. And I said, hey, can you go look at this project? And I've given him access to that project. I, you know, I trust this guy. And then I have basically given him a link straight into Basecamp. And he, I just go go straight into the to-dos, have a look at what's going on in there um, because it's all very clearly spelled out as far as what still needed to be done on the project. And let me know if you can fit this in. You know, So I literally, it was a three-sentence Skype message and everything he needs is in there and it's literally a link and he goes straight in and reads the rest. So mm. that's, that's what we mean, guys, by how incredibly easy it is. It's not like I have to sit here and go with Andrew and go, man, we have to go through the project what's outstanding what and type it all up again at all it's not mm. even about that yeah yeah so, good, good. and oh. on that whole topic of you know customer service and automation we are in the midst of our automation series and again we we like automation because it allows your business to grow scale you know take better care of your clients and your leads and your staff and this particular episode is all about customer service. Yes, and what are the tools that we used for customer service? There's a whole range of different ones out there. Let's get into it, yeah. shall we? Let's get cracking. So, um, one of the one of the when we talk about customer service, there's a number of different facets of it. And I guess one of the things, the first things that people think about is how do you interact with that customer if someone calls you. Uh, and needs something, some service of yours, how do you interact with that? And being an online marketing company, um, and we're talking about online products here, we're going to talk about the big main hub of customer service, and then we're going to talk about some other um, ancillary uh, tools and services that you can use. So um, what's what's the big customer um, hub that we use from, for our main go-to customer help desk sort of thing for us? That's exactly right. It is the help desk and it is called Zendesk. And when you think about customer service, especially online, you do think of ticketing systems, you know, um, help desks, places where you can look for knowledge bases and ask questions online of a business. So that's what this is. This is a help desk and we use Zendesk. There are loads, loads of other help desks out there. We've just found that Zendesk is quite easy to use. It's scalable and the fact that they offer every month you pay them a fee basically and every month um, you could choose which level you're on. So you might just have the very basic level that's I think it's like $20 a month and you might have a higher level that has more customer service agents and live chat Um, but we'll start to dig a little bit deeper into each of those things we're talking about but ultimately how we've set ours up is we actually bought a domain and we call our domain aybhelp.com and we have multiple websites, things that we have going on online, and we always link back to that domain, which is where our help desk sits. Keeps things really easy, so we have this hub of customer support all in one place. So, do we have a room full of people sitting by a telephone 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Absolutely not. We have a ticketing system, which then if somebody comes in and basically files a question or a response or whatever they need to say, it automatically goes into the system and it emails, in our case, to one of our team members that we've chosen. It emails Mm -hmm. straight over to her. Yep. 
So, so it's it's uh, it goes to her. We usually answer in a timely fashion that can be up to you. Um, I mean, sometimes it can be answered within minutes. Other times it could be answered depending on when when they send the ticket through. Mm-hmm. But uh, just know that it's it's something you don't need to have full time staff to manage to have there. You can have your own help desk without having to pay the overheads of having a twenty four hour a day, seven day a week operation. Exactly. And another cool thing that's great about using systems like this is that you develop something called a knowledge base. What that is, is that if you start to get a certain question consistently over time, it's constantly being asked, what you, need, what you can actually do is develop a little um, Q&A inside your help desk. So as the person's typing in their ticket, the system itself is going to pull up some responses and say, hey, is this something that can help you? And oftentimes, when you get those questions in your knowledge base, people will find exactly what they need there and then they don't have to finish doing the whole help ticket process to actually contact you. Mm. So again, we're talking systems, we're talking scaling your business, support of your customers and customer service. When you have a help desk, it's a perfect place to also simultaneously build your knowledge base. And what's cool about that is, you know, once you have your frequently asked questions, that can become content. You know, it could be a whole load of other things in your business as well. All about repurposing. That's right. <laughs> we, uh, we are big on repurposing, if you haven't noticed that by now. <laughs> yes. All right. So, so that's Zendesk. Anything else you want to talk about um, as far as Zendesk goes and any other um, cool features that, it may, that may interest some of the people listening? Yeah, the, I mean, there is one that I like, and um, what it it's the live chat feature. So what it means is that you stick this little uh, sort of widget thing or piece of code on your website, and yes, it's very easy in WordPress, but it can be used on other platforms as well. And it allows you to have a little support tab that sits on the side of your website or at the bottom, um, and it just says support or whatever words you want, help, you know, file a ticket, live chat. If you click on that, what Zendesk allows you to do is it gives a little pop-up box or a little pop-up window and it says, would you like to talk to an agent live or just file a help ticket or search our knowledge base? So you can actually click on that and if you have somebody on your team that is able to sit there and, and be accepting of these live chats, it, it's very easy. They literally just tick a button in the back end of Zendesk and say, I'm online and I'm live. The system itself will then connect with them. And that person on your website can ask all the questions they want live in real time to anybody on your team, which is really cool. Now, if they're not on your, if they're not actually live and they're, you say, sleeping or whatever, the system is smart and it will say, turn this question into an actual help ticket at that point and tell the person that we don't have any agents online. Wow. That's cool. How much do you love Zendesk? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like, I do, you know, and I, gosh, for a while, Andrew, I was researching for another client, good about a year ago or so, I was really researching help desks. Mm-hmm. And um, God, there's one I just came across with, with the guys over at Wishlist, which is a plugin for, for WordPress for membership sites. They just started using something called Rhino. Not sure why. Have to check that one out. But there's other. There's a lot oh, I can of other. T- I can tell you about that actually. That's their Wishlist. That is their own product. <laughs> I knew that's right. You do know about that. I there do you know about that. I do know the guys from Wish, Wishlist and Rhino is another product that's. Uh, if it's a if it's not rolled out yet, it's about to roll out. We already have access to Rhino, that's right. yeah. and um, we'd love to investigate that a little bit more because it seems to be a pretty cool platform as well. Um, Rhino Support, I think it's called RhinoSupport.com. Um, it's a little bit cheaper than Zendesk. What uh, as far as costs go for Zendesk, um, I believe you pay per seat on Zendesk. Is that right? 
per seat and per features as well. So um, there's, I think there's gosh, three, four levels that you can sign up for. Anything from the one seat and that does not have live chat. And yep. then from there, it begins to go up. Mm. You can also add on um, in, in any of those levels, more seats or more customer service logins, I should say, um, based on what you want. So it's quite customizable, I suppose. Yeah, and I know we weren't going to talk about Rhino support too much, but I believe that Rhino... Rhino support is, uh, or Rhino, I think it's Rhino support. Um, they don't charge like that. They charge a one-time, one-off fee, and um, that's it. They charge a one-off fee, uh, and they get all of the team, all of the items that, that's needed in one spot. So um, it could be an interesting thing to keep our eye on as well. To look at, yeah. And I, I think that's the point. You know, you guys, there's there's multiple options out there. It's just about finding the one that's right for you. We use Zendesk. A lot of other people use Zendesk. But if you have a good help desk, the main features you're looking for are, um, you know, if you want the live chat feature, uh, making sure you can have a knowledge base where you can add that Q&A mm -hmm. and making sure that it's an easy system to use for your team and also the customer. So as long as you have those features, then you're, you're great for being off and running with your own help desk. Awesome. All right, let's move on. Let's move Great. on. What's our next? Uh, what's our next cool tool or resource that we can share with people? So, speaking of the help desk, what about um, follow-up emails? Now, this is a one that people don't often think about, but putting people into a, a, a email responder s service once they buy something, so much, um, so much is involved with getting people into your list and getting them to buy your stuff that mm -hmm. many people forget to, you know, go back and thank them. Uh, but also keep them warm. Keep contacting them after they've purchased that particular item. Um, and we've yeah. used some. We've talked about some of these services before. But let's just touch on a couple of the mail services that we can use okay. for this. Um, do you want to? Do you want to kick us off with the first one? Mailchimp. Mailchimp. We always love Mailchimp. Yeah, Mailchimp. <laughs> We're talking about Mailchimp. Mailchimp's a. Uh, it's a. It's a. Initially, it's a free service if you're just using it as an auto or not an auto responder as a. Uh, as list a, builder. A list builder. Uh, it goes up to ten dollars a month if you want to start using auto responders, which means putting in emails after somebody has opted into your to your list. Um, so Mailchimp is a great way to just keep those people um, in con keep keep them in check. Once they buy some products of yours or a service put them into a MailChimp list and then send them out every week or month. Hey, just thinking of you, want to make sure that you're uh, enjoying the product mm. or the service. If you've got any questions about it, here's the email to send us an email back or hit reply and um, let us know what you're thinking about our product. Give us some feedback. Good time to ask for testimonials as well once they've been using your product for a couple of weeks while it's still fresh in their mind and then you can use those testimonials for your, for your own um, marketing stuff. Yeah, and this is all done through autoresponders. So you guys create the email once. You know, you write a series of follow-up thank you emails and stick them in a program like a Mailchimp or AWeber or Constant Contact or Office Autopilot or Infusionsoft. It goes on and on. Anyway, your email program that you use, you stick this in, and it the system does the rest for you all on autopilot. So um, you're supporting your client. Your client, you're making feel special because they've purchased something from you and they're getting follow-up from you as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, we've. Been getting some good results from some of our clients who we've implemented that with them and um, you're very happy with what's going on. So use One other thing on that uh, as well is 
if you're purchasing, say, like an event ticket or something that's coming up in the future as well, like uh, there's a lot of online programs now where they have waiting lists that you can sign up for. This is also another place where you would use that. So you would do a lead up to the experience that they've purchased with you to make them feel still connected to the whole process because, uh, you know, if they're not able to get access to whatever particular thing they bought from you straight away, that's why you would do something like that too. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so what about um, what about other things like um, people getting to your website? You know, we're seeing this pop on up, popping up more and more now mm. is people click on a button, say, click here to talk to somebody on live live chat or click here to leave a message. What, tell us about what you know um, and what, what tools we're using for our websites on that sort of thing. Yeah, right sure. So um, I did briefly talk about Zendesk and, and Zendesk does have a feature where you can do that whole live chat thing. But if you just want to get started and don't want to spend the money on, say, a, a full help desk, don't feel the need for it quite yet, there is just a little live chat um, piece of software, or I guess, program that you can get, which is very inexpensive, and it's called Zopum, which is a Z or Z, wherever you are in the world, <laughs> uh, Z-O-P-I-M, Zopum.com. Um, actually, quickly on that, I, I had a big chuckle the other day. You know how the movie with Brad Pitt is out right now? World War World Z, War, World War <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's this whole thing going on around the world about what do you call the movie? Anyway, so... Um, Zopum is a cool thing because it's very inexpensive and it allows you to have one of those little live chat um, pop-ups straight on your website. We talked about this, Andrew, by the way, in one of our past uh, podcasts about conversions, about cart abandonment, mm -hmm. which with these tools, you can choose which page to stick them on in your website. So if you have a sales page, um, you know, what an amazing little thing to add on where mm. as long as you're going to be online, you know, to, ha to handle the, the request. But during a launch or something, you know, you, to have somebody there answering questions live while the person's reading your sales page is a fantastic tool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. All so, right, so, so that's Zopim, Zopim, Z-O-P-Z-O-P-I-M, infamary.com. Yes. All right, cool. Then we've got uh, a couple other ones too that do this similar Dude. sort of thing. Yeah, if you guys go over to our podcast site, which is autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast, you will now see a little button down on the bottom right that's blue that says, ask us a question. What that is, is something called SpeakPipe, and it allows somebody to record their voice straight onto your website in a voicemail. Do so, it, do it. Um, somebody do it. Just come and yeah. do it. We love, hearing, on, we love hearing your messages. In fact, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Let's. I'm going to do this. I'm going to record that, and we'll play it on the next. We'll play it on one of our next podcasts. What do you reckon? Okay. Leave us a shout out, and we'll play it on our next podcast. I'm setting myself a challenge, but somebody do it. I want to hear you. I want to hear you on our on our podcast. Yeah, pop on by our website and click on that little button, and then record your voice and let us know what you're thinking of our podcast, and we'll. And, and let us know what country you're calling from too. That'd be great. That'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah. So why SpeakPipe is cool is because, again, it's free um, to a level. For us, it's free right now. And it allows people to leave their voice messages. And, again, it's about ease, right? Everyone has their preferred way of communicating. Some it's, you know, uh, Twitter and some it's just live chat or sometimes picking up the phone or leaving a voice message or typing an email. So this just allows you guys to give the whole spectrum of how somebody might want to communicate with you. And especially with SpeakPipe being free, you might as well test it, you know, see if it actually adds to your experience of your user on the website. So, so free for who? For us. So so That's let me let me ask a question. If I'm if I'm in um if I'm in Australia and I've got a I see the you know leave us a message sort of um, button on a US site, is it going to cost me a whole arm and a leg to call over there? What's the price of a call? 
Yeah, neither one of us. And Because what it is, is it's just a program that allows you to record your voice. Mm-hmm. So when you click on it, it's using your microphone in your, in your actual computer. Or you can even do it straight from your iPhone or, you know, your Kindle or, sorry, your, your iPad or tablet device. Um, and you can do it straight from there and just literally use your device to actually do the recording. So you're not actually using a phone line. So it's free for both ends for right, us to use it go. as a program oh. and for the user to leave us a message. So it is yeah. free, you guys. Hop on over. Hop on over. Leave us a voice message. Tell us where you're from. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, so one of the things you, you had just said, which I loved about the email follow-up is, um, you know, after somebody buys something from you, you can do some great follow-up and customer service. And part of that is including a poll or a survey in that email. Uh-huh. And you can also just do standalone poll or survey that people can click on from anywhere in your website too. Yep, but tell yep. us a little bit more about sort of some tools and how to use those. All right. Well, there's a couple of tools out there. One is surveymonkey.com. Not sure why these these um, websites want monkeys with them, MailChimps and SurveyMonkey. <laughs> but yeah. um, so uh, SurveyMonkey is a uh, online survey platform where you can pretty much ask uh, any question, but also any format, you can have drop-down questions, you can have radio boxes ticked and all that sort of stuff. But it's a great way to just find out some more feedback about what it is that you're... I mean, you can find out feedback from what you've done in the past. You can find out features that are um, needed for a product or service that you're offering too. Like you can send an email out to your list and saying, hey, I'm developing a new service. What sort of things would you like to see? Please click on this link. The link takes you to your SurveyMonkey account and they fill in the uh, the survey then and there. So there's a whole bunch of things you can do with SurveyMonkey like that. There's another platform out there called Wufu. Now, Wufu basically lets you create forms um, uh, for all sorts of uh, aspects for your, for your um, website too. So things like um, uh, you want to create a contact form. If you, if you need to create a contact form for your um, for your website. If you want to create a workshop registration, let's say you're running a workshop, a local workshop, you don't want to go and pay an, uh, a web designer to create these amazing expensive forms. You can get these done pretty cheaply through Wufu. You do them all yourself. You can, um, things like mortgage application. Let's say you're a mortgage a mortgage broker and you need to um, uh, get people to apply for a mortgage. You can create a form on Wufu doing that sort of stuff. Customer service um, satisfaction surveys, buying things. You can hook it all up to your your, pay, your PayPal or your shopping card as well. Um, joining your mailing list. So Wufu does a great deal of things like that. It even lets you um, uh, sync it with your with your Facebook account, your email account, uh, websites, and all that sort of stuff too. So WooForm is a great online form builder. Uh, it's a it's it's been around for a little while and it's been uh, been pretty good. I think the pricing on that, off the top of my head, is around about. Um, I think there's a I think there's a free version and then there's um, a cost version. Uh, anything from fourteen dollars a month to right up to two hundred bucks a month if that's a super super user. But um, starts at free, gives you uh, one user. You can have three forms on there. You can build three reports. So if you want something just quick and quick and quick and easy, use it for free. Yeah, and spelled Wufu, so it's W O O F, as no, in Frank O O. It's actually W U W U W U F O O W U F O O dot com Wufu. <laughs> now, some of you guys may actually not need a tool like this. If you use like Office Autopilot or 
one of the bigger tools like Salesforce or Infusionsoft, chances are the forms that you need, you can create within those systems. Um, so it might actually be something that you look at if you're just using an Aweber or a MailChimp and you need to add you have to have, you know, collect more information from people, then this might be a really perfect thing to link together. I mean, I know that Wufu automatically integrates or works beautifully with MailChimp. I already know that off the top of my head. Um, it's a cool site as well. Look, I'd actually just have a little peruse on it, wufu.com, and just get some ideas about the types of forms that you can be using in your business as well because it gives you kind of galleries and examples and things like that. So just for market research and getting some ideas about how to do better customer service check it out. Yes. Um, one other thing too about Poll Daddy and SurveyMonkey that I quite like, uh, th that I've used before and you know I know some people think they don't work anymore but you could try it. In the side widget or the sidebar of your website you can actually stick a little poll or survey straight in there just asking like two questions for example and any user on your site can click it and by clicking it and hitting submit they'll actually get the result. So what's cool about these surveys and forms is they'll give you the actual answers at the back end of it when somebody hits submit. So you can get the answer and find out what, you know, what people on that site are already doing and what they're saying as well. Yes. Now hey, if you're if you're uh, madly writing these 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 resources down, then you can also go and uh, check out our resource page on our on our podcast site. So if you go to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts, look for the resource guide up the top. You will find it there. Um, but what we're also creating right now, what we just created, is a resource booklet for this series. So it's all about uh, all of the automated uh, resources that we're talking about. We've put it together in one easy little book. So, H, where do they go and find that little book? Just um, head on over to AYB podcast.com so again AYB as in autopilot your business aybpodcast.com and you can just um, pick up the amazing little resource guide there and again it has all these links from this entire automation series for everything that you want to automate in your business marketing and sales and financials and customer service and everything we're talking about so really cool little resource um, with all the links that you need for all these tools that we talk about yeah now have you got anything else about customer service i think we're almost done with most of those tools there um, i don't want to overwhelm people too much with too many tools but i think getting started on some of those is a great way to start keeping in contact with your customers absolutely and i think the main thing i'd like to leave you guys with is that um, on your website go revisit your website today and look at it from a perspective of is it easy for the client or the visitor on your site to access you can yeah. they leave you a message? Can they talk to somebody? Can they file a help ticket? How are they able to communicate with you? Then the second thing would be, how are you treating your current clients that you already have? Are you able to customize their experience more? Are you able to send them more emails to make their experience nicer and make them feel more connected to you? What can you do with these tools we've suggested today to, to really make them feel special and um, like you know they're getting value from you as well? Hey, um, got some big announcements. Big Ooh. announcements! Ding-a-ling-a-ling. So, a couple of things we're going to we're going to introduce from our uh, next few podcasts onwards, and that is um, we're going to start doing some listener questions. So, we're going to take some listener questions live, live as live as podcasts can be. But we're going to take some listener questions. So, if you've got any questions about anything that we've spoken about in today's podcast or even the last couple of podcasts or any any of the podcasts for that matter, um, then please. Get on over and let us know. Send us your questions. Now, how, what's the best way 
apart from getting on our site and using SpeakPipe, what else can mm -hmm. they, how else can they um, send their questions in, H? We do have a contact page on our podcast website as well. So you can just click on over to contact and there's a whole range of ways that you can contact us there. We have our email and, um, you know, you can leave us a voice message like Andrew suggested. So take your pick and contact us. And, oh, and, and you can also leave us just a uh, comment below any of our podcasts as well. We check those, both of us ourselves, every single day. So if you have a question in a comment, we'll pick up on that and we'll actually share that. Yeah, so if you've got a question you're just sort of thinking about, oh, I'm not sure if it's going to be the right question, there is no wrong questions. No. Um, ask the question because somebody else may be thinking the same thing. So um, let's we're going to start that next week. So we've got a couple of questions lined up already from people, but we want to hear from you. So uh, get on and do that. We're also going to do a bit of a shout out too. We've got some people leaving us some five-star ratings on iTunes, and mm. we really appreciate you leaving five-star ratings on iTunes. Um, who have we got? H, do you have any of those people handy, or is it you want me to do all that? I think you should do all that, Andrew. <laughs> that, means, that means you haven't got it ready. <laughs> That's right. All right, so we got uh, we've got uh, podcast user Stephen Licchio. Licchio, I think I know who Stephen is. He's left us a five star rating. Thank you. We've got Small Biz Whiz. Thanks for leaving us a rating, and we've also got Evil Jester. It will just, uh, <laughs> love it. Love those usernames. So, um, so thank you for leaving those uh, ratings. If you want to hear your name called out on our podcast, leave us a, leave us a rating. Give us a, give us a rating. Um, it's easy to do. At the uh, Go and find us on iTunes and just click on the ratings and reviews tab. Give us five stars and leave us a customer review. That would be great. It would be fab. And, guys, next week we are going to be focusing on uh, continuing with this series, automation. And next week is all about automating your financials. Don't let that word financials scare you and deter you away from this episode because, honestly, man, there are some gold nuggets in this. If you struggle with invoicing and charging and figuring out how to make the whole financial experience much more pleasurable in your business, this is the episode for you. Yes, definitely. We've got some cool tools. In fact, we've got some tools that since we've been researching this, we've started using in our business as well. Um, we've got some of these tools from our customers and we thought, hey, they're doing really well with it. Let's use them in ours. So we've, we've, we've taken the jump. So come on and jump in with us. It's going to be fun. It will be. And as always, thank you so much to all of you guys for your support all over the world, wherever you're listening in from right now. And uh, pop on by autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. Get access to all of our resources and bonuses and past episodes and watch our very extremely silly little video on there as well. <laughs> uh, no, don't. Um, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, H, thank you. Been a pleasure as always. Have Thanks, a, Andrew. Have a fun week. Learn something new and exciting, and uh, we'll test you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, you guys. Talk soon. Bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to AYBpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.